Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this episode of the Behind the Mask podcast show, I sit down with my partner. Two and I are going to debate, is A.B. officially back? He caught the game-winning touchdown against the Atlanta Falcons. I think he's back, and I think he gets it mentally. That's why second chances are well worth it. Does he really get it? Last but not least, we got to talk about the New England Patriots. Cam Newton, perception versus reality. What does the bigger picture looks like now that they're eliminated out of the playoffs? All of that and more on this episode. Let's go behind the mask. Welcome back to another edition of the Behind the Mask podcast show. I am your host, Takeo Spikes, and I'm calling on my player partner, man. He goes by two-ton, but everybody else knows him by the... Your favorite plus-size model, two-ton Reyes in the building. What's cracking, Spikes? Man, top of the week, my brother. We've been blessed with some great games, some great situations. Uh, We've even seen a a few guys go out there and really have breakout games, dog. What's good? Man, life is good, man. I'm loving it. Loving to see guys get an opportunity to resurrect their career. Man, it's, it's, it's... it's what you want, you know what I'm saying? As a former player, you want to see guys have an opportunity to showcase their worth, regardless if they're young or a little bit longer than the tooth, older, older age guys, like how we were. You know what I'm saying? We love to get back on the field and say, I know I might have lost a step a little bit, but I still got it. Hey, but you know how you feel when somebody tells you if you lost a step. You yeah. know, the first thing that comes to your mind is, all right, give me another chance. Give me another chance to really show you. You know what I'm saying? So, like... I think it's, it's, it's fair to say or we definitely need to give a shout out to one of our close homies, good friends of the show, Des Bryant, yeah. about second chances. Man. man, that's crazy, man. Des, haven't, he hasn't even scored a touchdown. That was his first touchdown yesterday. And I looked back and I was like, man, when was the last time Des scored a touchdown? Bro, 2017. Man. That's 2017, dog. That's, that's better than me. Last time I scored a touchdown was 1994 in high school. <laughs> so he's, he's doing better than me. But nah, man, that's what's up. You know, Dad's getting out, getting an opportunity to get out there with the Ravens now and, and, and get in the end zone, taste that that greatness another time. So you, you love to see it. Obviously went through all the injuries and everything, getting a second chance at his career, stuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Stayed, stayed above ground, didn't do anything off the field to hurt his chances. And now... You know, he's getting an opportunity to continue to play. Oh, yeah, yeah, he is, man. And I'm sure he wished he could have done that when they played against Dallas a few weeks ago because, you know, he even talked about it. Uh, He was inspired by his five-year-old daughter. She used to ask him all the time, Daddy, why aren't you playing football? And so I thought that was a cool story. He got the ball, kept it, and now he's going to give that to his daughter. So that was cool. Um, You know, another guy who we need to talk about with, a comeback or second chances. Mm. Antonio Brown, AB. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I gotta ask you about AB though, because <laughs> like producer, can we let let's bring up this clip, man? Because you know, somebody referenced AB earlier in the year, and uh we need to go ahead and bring that back up. So let's take that out. All right, you gotta be a plum fool to walk away from 30 million. 
You have to be. But if you walk away from 60 million, you're a dumbass. <laughs> you, don't even, you, don't even, you don't need to be in the league no more, bro. Because, you know, he's saying it's not about the money. He said that when he left Pittsburgh. It's not about the money. It's about the freedom. Yeah, man. And I, you know what? I totally, I still feel that way. Like, either you a plump fool or a dumbass for giving up your opportunity to play in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was something we wanted to do since we were kids, Spice. And A.B. had every opportunity in the world. Did his thing when he was with Pittsburgh. Started talking a little bit about Roethlisberger, the quarterback. You can't go against a franchise quarterback. You know that's never going to bowl well with upper-level management. And then he bounced around a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Went with the Patriots, only played one game up there, got some more off-the-field issues. And then now he's with Tampa again with Tom Brady. So... The NBA and college basketball are back. The NFL and college football playoffs are right around the corner. With all these sports going on, there are plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat their NBA championship or even someone to upset Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, you need to come on over to betonline.ag. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and even coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes. So head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. He's not acting like a plump fool or a dumbass right now. So he's getting his second chance at a career. And, you know, I'm happy for him. Again, as a former player, you're happy for him. But I'm not a whole 100% sold, man. I, I, I believe I'm sold now. And I think it's clear when you deal with B.A., Bruce Arians, their head coach, he said it. If we even find out if one thing is remotely true, you're gone, period. And so that was proven to him when he was in New England. And that was the first taste of, like, man, like, this is really for real. And so now when you're dealing with the same type of male figure, when we talk about, you know, alpha male dominant, of course, B.A. means what he says. Antonio Brown definitely, bruh, gets it. And this is the reason why I think he gets it. He started off the year, eight-game suspension. And now that he came back this week, Scored his first touchdown, bro. 46-yard 46, touchdown that beat the Falcons. And truthfully, I didn't even – I was like, man, how good would that – how good could it be if it's the game winner? Well, the score did not change after that, even though it happened in the middle part of the fourth. So I think now we look at this Tampa team and we look at second chances. Like, I think he's about to take off, but more importantly – I think he gets it mentally because he talked about praising God. He raised the ball up in the air and he understands how, what it feels like for somebody to believe in it. And he stated that, like, I appreciate these guys believing in me, giving me the another opportunity. That's why I believe in AB. Nah, Spice, I'm going to tell you why I'm not buying it, man. I mean, first of all, I am happy that A.B. has another chance to resurrect his career. And like I said, as a former player, you want to see guys succeed. But the thing of it is, man, he don't have no pressure. He's not the number one receiver like he was in Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? The COVID protocols don't allow players to leave 
uh, the state. So he's not like he's gonna, he can dip off to Miami and go travel or have those type of distractions. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's doing the right thing. But to your point, he had the eight-game suspension. He ain't played but in six games. So I don't think there's enough of a sample size to say, you know what, A.B. is, is the A.B. of old in terms of focused on the field, ready to uh, be dependable be counted on. I just don't see it yet. I think we got to wait to that offseason because to your point, he's only signed a one-year deal. So after this now, he has to keep his nose clean and stay straight, straight and narrow throughout the whole offseason. And you and I know Spice, that's when the most distractions happen, when it's time to go kick it, when people that were in your corner when you play, uh, you know, you may, somebody might try you, you know what I'm saying? I, I, somebody I, might, you might have an issue with, 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 his, with his ex again. You know so what I'm saying? Something might happen. Did, what happened? Did he sign a multi-year deal? Now they signed one year drink. Oh, he signed so, one year deal. Yeah, yeah. So like, yo, that's so my I'm, point exactly. That he has to act right for one year to get some more bread. He signed a one year deal before, screwed up before. And same thing in um, and, and, and Oakland. He, he had a long term contract in Oakland. Screwed that up. He had a one year drink in 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 New England. Screwed that up. So now you are down here with Arians. What makes me think again when somebody shows you who you, who they are, believe them the first time. So what makes me think that in the off season now? That something's not going to happen to it. AB is like, you know what? I'm going to do what I have to do to make sure I stay in the league. I mean, I, I, I would love for it to happen, but I've seen it time and time again. Bro, his first dose of reality didn't come until he became a Patriot. That was his first dose of, the, of like taste of reality. It was clearly stated when you walk in them doors, this is the chain of command. Did he mess if that I up? I hear anything. Yes, he did. And that's the reason why they released him after one game. And so that was his first time really seeing, oh, this shit real. And so now he has a dose of not just Bill Belichick, but it's Bruce Arians. So now I call it the the, the Bruce Belichick rule. <laughs> so he already understands and know if it's two coaches in this league that can harness in, control him, and help him to understand, look, man, we all here to win one thing. One thing only. Any antics that take away from that, you got to go. He saw that up in New England. And so now that's the reason why, especially after a few days ago, catching the 46-yard game-winning touchdown, bro, it brings belief. It brings more courage. And you know what else it does? The teams that who they're going to face to close out the division, they know, oh, shit. They finally figured it out. Now we got to be able to prepare for another asset that is hard to stop. That's why he gets it. Spice, you don't believe that, man. I'm all for second chances, but you got to think of it like this. If this was off the field and this was a situation where your significant other screwed up time and time again, and y'all mature, y'all 30 something years old, and you've given this lady another chance again and again, she's showing that she's doing everything right. But in your back of your mind, when you start to see any kind of sign of, of something in the past, you're not going to say, here we go again. Or this is the same person I've been dealing with for the last how many ever years he's been in the league. Like, yo, I'm all for second chances. But come on, bro. Really? That's 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 what you're saying? Nah, I'm not buying that. And, and for me, as a player, yes, we want the second chance. Don't get me wrong. So, you know, it's kind of it's kind of, you know, judgmental. But if you're looking at it from the offensive, uh, um, not from the ownership standpoint, you're not going to give somebody a time and time again to keep screwing you over, particularly when you're talking all these millions of dollars involved. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think the sample size is, is, is large enough yet, and that's why I'm not buying it, man. All right. Well, I totally disagree with you. 
because you talk about the sample size. He had millions and millions of dollars. Now he only has one meal tied to it. So with that being said, he wants to get more money. So the longer you live, the more damn bills are coming in and you got to get them checks. So you're going to let your lady mess over you all these times like A.B. done messed over uh, all these teams? I'm a, this is what I'm going to say. You told me who you are. Now, after you went through what you went through, show me. If you don't, you out the door, period. Ain't no conversation, nothing. But you had, he had mad chances. Like, look at other people that have had second chances and were able to do something positive with it. You know what I'm saying? Melo. Melo had all the issues in, 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 in NBA. Now he's with Portland. He's doing the things the right way, but the sample size has been there, and he showed that, you know what? I am an asset to whatever team I'm on. AB hasn't done it. This one catch for me ain't is not sealing a deal to where, okay, everything is just in the past, and now I can just focus on giving this man a boatload of money like we did before. Like, as, a, as an owner, as somebody that I'm invested in my brand, I cannot commit to that on the long term. Oh, no. They, it, listen, will he ever make what he was supposed to make in his prime? Nope. It, it's too much baggage, and they're always going to hold that over his head. Only thing I'm saying is a payday is going to be a payday. You know, what's more than one million than what you're getting? Two mil. So that's what he don't try to do. Keep raising the price up as high as he can and at least get something because he definitely is a uh, – more than a top talent receiver, but he, he's about the ball now too. I'm telling you, bro. Like he he about to go get it. I don't believe you, man, but I don't know. Have you ever gotten a second chance in your career to where you thought like, you know what, it might be over, but a team was like, you know what, let's give let's give Spikes an opportunity to come and, and see what he has. And then, you know, you know that you had to either do the right thing on the field or, or overcome some sort of adversity. Yeah, I, you, you know, that's a good point. Because I remember when I tore my Achilles, you know, back in 05, you know, that was a death sentence for like great death sentence for anybody who had it. At the time, only one person really came back and played for an extensive period of time. And that was Dan Marino. But he didn't count because he was a quarterback. So I remember tearing it in 05, missed the entire year came back I see Achilles was feeling good but because you tear something on that side now other complications are starting to happen I tore my hamstring the first game of the year so I remember new coaching staff was in and so I remember like man I never missed a game in over 100 games so now it's crazy because they want to label me injury prone so I remember I got traded to Philly and I had a good year in Philly. Wasn't great, but it was a good year. And it was one year, right? One year, tore my my rotator cuff. So that's when the injury prone started to come. Mm -hmm. So I missed the last game of the year. So my second chance came when I went to San Francisco. I had two choices. First choice, go to San Fran. Other choice was go to Detroit. Now, Detroit had Matt Millen. Um, the defensive line coach used to be at Dallas. Uh, God, he's in Oakland now. Marinelli? Marinelli, yeah. He was the head coach. And I remember going in, and I remember, like, you know, second chances. He was talking about, man, 
Like, if you come here, you're going to have to fight for a starting position. Who? What? <laughs> Shit. Man, this is Detroit. Who? <laughs> you for real? You wasn't with it. <laughs> Bruh, I say, listen, man, I appreciate what you're trying to do with the culture, but I ain't that guy who you need to tell that. Yeah. Took my talents out to the West Coast. Mike Singletary, Mike Nolan. You know what I mean? So, Did you think uh, too? and I knew at that time, like that season was very important. The reason why I had to finish 16 games mm-hmm. in order to have a chance to go back to the negotiating table. And then the other part was knowing, all right, do you really see when you look at this team, is this team really set to be able to take off? Mm-hmm. I was like, why not? You got a young Vernon Davis, Frank Gore, Patrick Willis, Mm-hmm. All of these guys in upgrades, Justin Smith, all of these guys that we had as an upgrade. And so I was like, you know what I did? And I, I took advantage of that opportunity, ended up playing, you know, the moral of the story is after I toured, toured you know, the my sixth, you know, seventh year in the league, I came back and played eight more years. And that mm-hmm. was unheard of, you know, because mm-hmm. everybody thought when you had a torn Achilles, you were done. Yeah. So that I guess that was my story of redemption and or my, adversity. And, and see, that's and, and that's what I'm saying. You had the sample size over playing a whole 16, uh, 16 games healthy. And, and everybody doesn't get that opportunity. You know, and again, I hope A.B. does. And you think of like a Ray Rice. There's certain certain situations that are just like non-negotiables. Like whatever happens, you're not getting a second shot. So for him to actually get a second shot, he has to take advantage of it. Hopefully he does, man, because we, we want to see the guy succeed. You know what I'm saying? And, and you look at other players across the league that that are still getting second chances now. You, you think it, maybe even like a Cam, Cam Newton. I don't think anybody would have seen the Dolphins beating. Well, I'm not going to say anybody, but, man, they beat the Patriots, Cam Newton. Yeah. And now the Patriots are out of the playoffs, bruh. Like that, that, do you know when the last time that they were out of the playoffs? 2008. And I think before that, it was 2000, maybe one. One or two, yeah. Yeah, 2001. Yeah. Bruh. That's crazy, yo. But (laughs) we, I mean, we've rooted for Cam to to, to lead him on the way. I just think he hasn't gelled yet in that system and he hasn't just he hasn't played the best you know what i mean and you wonder coming off an injury play season last year is he fully healthy is he does he still have that zip that he used to have on the football you know what i mean is he in offense where he can actually excel and help lead that team to victory and it hasn't just happened to this point for the patriots but i think he's still a solid quarterback i, I heard people talking about let's let's be clear he's not a starting quarterback in the nfl anymore i'm like no. really Come on, bro. Nah, he man. definitely is, hands down. Listen to this bottom line of this. When you look at everything that was lost, big picture, when you talk about Cam Newton and the New England Patriots, one is, man, this is the first time that they haven't made the playoffs since 2008. Mm-hmm. You look at what has been accumulated through the Brady and Bill Belichick era, 11 AFC title wins. 17 straight seasons with 10 plus wins. Yeah. 
Man, that is crazy, bro. We hated it when we was playing because it seems like they just always kept winning. <laughs> yeah, they used to beat our ass for the division right. title. Right. So when we look at this and I hear the, the buffoonery that comes out of people's mouths when they talk about Cam not being a starting quarterback, yeah, not even entertaining that. Now, one thing that I do want to bring up is, you know, we have to draw a fine line in the sand mm. when we talk about what's next for Cam. Or what is the perception? We always talk about they remember what you do in December and think big picture when it comes to the season next year. But is it what is the perception versus reality in this situation right here when we talk about Cam Newton setting himself up, taking a one-year deal before the season, betting on himself to be able to go in and play well and be the long-term starter for the New England Patriots or have an opportunity to go be that for somebody else. Perception versus re- reality. Do you think he set himself up for that next year? I think he didn't play the best in a, in, in what ultimately is a free agency year for him. Um, double digits interceptions. You don't want to see that from your quarterback. But I do think that he's shown that you still can, he still can be a starter in a league. And I say that because we looked at, this previous offseason and all the quarterbacks that went before Cam Newton that 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 got paid way more money and Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Nick Foles, they all moved on. And arguably Cam has had a better season than all of these players. Why? Because a lot of them aren't even starting anymore. Now Cam might not start after this, you know, this last last week's loss to the Dolphins, but at the same time, he's able to do things with his legs that offset what he's not able to do with his arm anymore. And th- those other quarterbacks aren't as mobile as Cam are. Cam is. They can't dive and get the fourth and one or the third and one and short yards like Cam can. Right. And they're not as as polarizing of uh, of an athlete as Cam is. So I think when you look at just those four or five quarterbacks that were free agents last year when Cam was a free agent and how they got paid, now they all sitting on the bench chilling and all also have losing records on teams. I'm like, yo, you got to say Cam has done enough to get another opportunity. If it's not with uh, the Patriots next year, it's going to be with somebody else. So I'm, I'm still, I think he's still a starting quarterback in the NFL, man. It, just the level of play across the board, when you see the bottom half, and it's sad to say, but the bottom half of the NFL quarterbacks, which he's a part of right now, he's able to still have success on the field. I think he has another, some more in the tank, if you ask me. Do you think, because this is a good question, do you think that, I, I honestly think he may have a good, depending on how he finish up these next two games, I think he has a true opportunity to come back to New England. Yeah. And I'm, we all know it may be another minimum one-year prove-it deal. And But I think the reason why I say this is, man, he came in late into training camp. Yeah. And so you're asking a guy to be able to lead a ship. Like, it's just like if you got a speedboat and I pull you off the speedboat and bring you on my Disney cruise big ship and ask you to run it and be the captain, <laughs> man, I need an instruction manual or something. <laughs> but then how long is it going to take for you to be able to digest it, ingest yeah. it? And I think, you know, and I'm not making no excuses for Cam, but I'm just stating it is what it is. And he's a special player. I think we all know that with his, his skill set. And I think it takes a little time 
not only for coaches to be able to accept that, which the Patriots surely did, but it takes time for Cam to be able to understand that lingo and be able to go through the process to where both can come up and say, you know what? Now we found our sweet spot. Now we yeah. found that. And I don't think when I look at the Patriots play on the offensive side, that very few times that I've seen them get into a rhythm to where it looks like Cam is comfortable. Yeah. Now he's yeah. taking control over the offense. That's what my eyes are showing me. Yeah. I think what it is, you talk about the perception and the reality. I think the perception is that the Patriots are this juggernaut that they were in the early 2000s up to when, you know, Tom Brady won that last Super Bowl there. Um, the reality is they still don't have a ton of, of skill position players that can go deep in and take, you know, take it to the house. The defense sucks. That's the reality. Cam isn't the same player that he was during his Super Bowl and MVP run. So that's the reality. But does that mean he's not a, 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 a valid or a, a, a valuable quarterback in the NFL? Nah, he's still he's still a solid quarterback in the NFL. And I think he can get it done. But when you got a defense that's not helping you and they're in the bottom five in the league, <laughs> they giving up, you know, all sorts of yards rushing. Now you're talking about you're not getting any help across the board. And I think Cam is not the player now that can maybe put a team on his back week in and week out and win every game as it used to be. But as you get older in your career, you're not supposed to do that. You know what I mean? Even you look at, at Tom Brady, who we just talked about who moved on to the Bucks. He doesn't have to win week in and week out. He has complimentary pieces around that team that help him uh, still have success. And I just don't think that Belichick has done that yet with Cam Newton and his style of play. Not to mention, to your point, he came in late in training camp. Mm-hmm. And with COVID, you didn't have an offseason where you could work with your players or, or work with your teammates, I should say, and, and start uh, – gelling and, and getting that continuity and learning, you know, the, the nuances of the game or the offense. And Cam mm-hmm. didn't have an opportunity to do that with with a shortened training camp and with COVID. So, well, who was more important? Belichick or Cam Newton? Uh, for, for, the, for, no, the, sorry, for Belichick, who was more important when we look at the the big picture of the, the state of the Patriots? And you look at who received a lot of credit. You know, we could say Tom is the GOAT when we walk away. Mm-hmm. But when we look at Belichick and then you try to split them up and say Tom. So it's like who's more responsible for all of the 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 dominance, the excellence over that 20 year time period that they played that Tom played with the Patriots. Uh, Belichick or Brady? Yeah. Belichick. Hands down. Hands down. He was the coach. He was the leader of the ship. And, and and he he did more with less than arguably any coach in NFL history. And less anybody that makes it to the league obviously is a is, is a great player in their own right, but less meaning not a ton of first round picks that stayed on the roster, not a ton of uh a splash free agents that that uh you know everybody was coveting for. I mean, he he made runs with Tom Brady, yes, but he put the pieces around Tom Brady on the offensive side to help him uh, suit his strong his strong points, right? Brady really never had a, had to go down the field 60, 70-yard passes, and when he did, he had the, one of the greatest players at receiver, and that was Randy Moss, and that's when he had that record-breaking year. Other than that, he didn't have a 50-touchdown uh, season. He never had that before. He had Danny Amendola, uh, Julian Elementor. He didn't do it, though. Kevin Ford, he didn't do it. In 20 years, he didn't do it. The only time he really did is when he had Randy Moore. Exactly. That's my point. So what I'm saying is, is Belichick put the, uh, the, 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 the pieces of the puzzle around Tom Brady for him to be able to have success over that span. 
It wasn't Tom Brady that was just doing it. If you have all these assets around you that fit your strong suit as a quarterback and you have a line that's pretty much going to keep you upright and a defense that's solid enough to make sure that teams angels running up and down the field on you, giving yourself an opportunity to win, you're going to have success. And that system was catered for Tom Brady. And that's why I say Belichick is definitely the, 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 the reason why the success was there for the Patriot over that 20-year span. To, um, I'm, I got to disagree with you on that. And you would. <laughs> th- th- this is the reason why. Because when I think about any time that you have a corporation, any time that you have a family, it's two things or two common traits that will be in that family corporation that will help them to be able to succeed. Structure is one and discipline. And when I think about the greatness of you saying Bill Belichick is the reason why all of that has happened. Yes, he instilled all of that. He set that structure up. But somewhere down the line, you're forgetting the IP of Tom Brady. Because if you didn't have Tom, he wouldn't be titled as the GOAT. He wouldn't be able to get all of those other receivers. Think about all of the guys who he got paid, bro. And not only did he get them paid, and some of them even went to other teams, but their loyalty still lies with them to this day. I think of if you if you had Belichick on that team and if you did not have Tom Brady, you know what that team will look like over a 15 to 20-year period? The same way the Pittsburgh Steelers look. How many times have we had conversations with people who are Pittsburgh Steelers fans and they are say, we the best, we the best, we the best. They just get your palate ready for it to be disappointed when they get to the big show. Now, they, they've capitalized two times in the last 15 years. They got some rings. Yeah, but my point I'm saying is if you don't have Tom Brady to match up with that intellect of a head coach from that structure and the discipline, it, it, it's not going to happen. So I'm not going to say it's Tom Brady. All I'm saying is you can't have one without the other. So I'm going to say both are equally as important to each other. Yeah, I, success. I, I just think that, I mean, and obviously Brady's a GOAT. I, I give him that class 2000. He, you know, still, still putting up numbers now in Tampa. I just think in that situation, if you take one or the other out, I think that, Bill Belichick would have still gotten some Super Bowl rings over that same 20 years. No, no, no. Are you crazy? You don't think he would have had another another uh, quarterback in there to help do the same things that Tom Brady was able to do? Really? Why you think? He let, why you think he let Brady go? Because it's been 20 years. Like, don't matter. Nah, he knew man. he knew that he knew the only way that he could get six and play for how many? Eight or nine? There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. I don't think. So you mean to tell me if Brady was, let's say, on your Bengals or on on my, uh, I don't know, my Panthers or something like that. You mean to tell me you really believe that Brady would have five, that, that long time, you think Brady would have five uh, rings in that span as opposed to Belichick having his rings in that span? Brady would have had five rings if he was in Carolina. Yeah, now, yeah Steve if, Smith, if, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like <laughs> if, if he would, Cincinnati, no. No, it just... No, too many of the pieces of the puzzle were not there. Right. Who put the pieces of the puzzle together? Belichick. That's my point. Exactly. That's my point. Exactly. You said it, bro. I appreciate you agreeing with me, even though you didn't know you agree with me. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you see, I woke you right into that. Yo? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, yeah, we say that. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. But nah, I think if you look at even now, you look at Brady with Tampa, right? Brady's doing better now with Tampa than Belichick is with Cam. However, Brady has so many weapons on offense, and he has a top five defense, bro. That defense plays lights out. And you know, if your defense is doing what they're supposed to do, you have a halfway average quarterback. But you do know Cam has the 11th ranked defense. Now, I know you 11th is his way. They stop the run well, but they are pretty, they're better than average defense. Yeah, that, that ain't as good as, as top five, top three in certain statistics like uh, Tampa is stopping the run and things that really uh, matter when it comes to, to nut crunching time. That ain't it. Uh, so I, when you look at both situ- oh, so uh, scenarios and the defense is what makes Tom Brady who he is today. I'm saying he don't have the pressure to do all the things he has to do. And on he top does of that, have the no, pressure, he don't. Because on top of that, on top of that, he has so many weapons offensively. Gronk is still out there. You still got Evans out there. You got every running back for net. All these everybody that wants to be a free agent that's coming to the Bucks because they want an opportunity to win. And the defense is playing lights out. All he has to do is continue to get it to his weapons and let them take over the show. And that's what he's doing. And that's why he's having so much success now. I can't believe you. All he has to do is get it to his receivers. He's 40-something years old. How hard is Two. That's been his job since the day he came in is to get it to his playmakers. It ain't his fault that he didn't have the certain type of playmakers. My point is expectations is what what makes the pressure starts to feel implied and applied. Because if he would not have done everything he did in New England, there's no way that we would be making a big uproar, especially in the month of November where he did not play well at all. But now in December, he's starting to pick back up and play well. So my point is, Brand, because what he has done in the past, winning the rings, all of that pressure is on him because he knows everybody is looking and at a minimum, yeah, he ain't worried about the Patriots because he know that's going to be the first thing people will judge him off of. But now he understands in order for me to really make this move justified, they got to at least go to the NFC championship game yeah. and they have to beat your old team, the New Orleans Saints. We'll, we'll see if that happens. And let me ask you this. So with that being said, who do you think has an opportunity to win a ring without the other person, Brady or Belichick. And you can't even count this year because obviously the Patriots are out. But the next three three to five years, who do you think has the opportunity to win a ring or who will win a ring first? Uh, I would say I would say Tampa would be in a position to, even if Brady plays another year. And even if he don't play, if you take it three years out, I would say Tampa. And, the, and it's not so much what both teams have internally. But it's like you have to think about in New England. Well, they obviously they have to go get spend some money this year to be able to sign receivers, offensive linemen, defensive linemen. That's one. Number two, you look at what's going on outside of just inside of the division. Well, good point that I saw yesterday. You look at is three quarterbacks with at least two quarterbacks in the division who were playing their ass off. Yeah. Josh Allen in Buffalo, Tua, Tua Tungalova down in, in Miami. Mm-hmm. And so they young. 
Like this team is freshly built. And so they got to be able to get out of the division before they even talk about trying to win a championship. And that third team, the Jets, which they won a game, the first game of the year. I'm glad you – Whatever. (laughs) But the Jets who just won the game, they're going to draft if they get the number one pick, Trevor Lawrence. So I don't – for me – now Bill Belichick is going to have to earn his money from this year here on out. But he has in the past. But no, the talent level was just, I wouldn't even say the talent level, the coaching structure, management level. When you looked at all teams from Miami, Gates was in Miami. We, I ain't giving him no pass. You looked at Buffalo, ran through several head coaches. Up until now, they got Sean McDermott. And so... I mean, it's it's some comp. Every the competition is there, and so now before they even talk about trying to win a Super Bowl, they got to get out of the division. And as we saw, the Buffalo Bills captured that a few days ago. Yeah, well, we'll see, man. Everybody's getting second chances, so you know if we got to make another bet, let's see if you get a second chance to win this time. So I won last. I, what you talking about? What's the last one you won? So you still haven't fulfilled your bet on the one chip challenge. What, what is that? Because somebody asked me, they said you agreed to the one chip challenge. And I was like, I, I, I did agree to what is it? Because I swear I don't know. Well, we'll get you on tape eating one chip. It's supposed to be hot. but Oh, the joint like Shaq did? Eat yeah. the, the one? All right, yeah. cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. Yeah. So uh, we'll definitely have that for you guys. But, too, it's always great catching up with you having some good debatable topics. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, happy holidays. Yeah, see you got that ugly Christmas sweater on. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.